Hey everybody, Anthony here. Just a quick announcement. Uh, I wrote a book. It's a collection of short stories, mostly science fiction, titled Anachronisms, an Experiment in Short Stories. It is my first self-published work, and it's available on Amazon. Easiest way to find it is to search Anthony Savasta, S-A-V, as in Victor, A-S-T-A, and it'll pop right up. All right, on to the show. Thanks. Angela and Anthony, maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony, sorry for the shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston, podcast in the middle. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Podcast in the Middle. I'm Angela. And I'm Anthony. How are you today? I'm not doing too great, you know. Uh, you know, I've been stressed yeah. out. Uh, work's been, you know, real pain. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you yes. on that. I need a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I wish I could just like up and quit. You know, I've always wanted to paint. I don't know if I ever told you that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I, I think this I is... think that um, for people our age, it's a little bit hard to do to just quit your job and follow your dreams. Hey, you know, life's short. I don't know. You know. It's, uh, wow. I could see both sides of the coin, as I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll get into. But uh, this is episode, uh, season two, episode 14, episode 30 overall, titled Hal Quits, uh, originally aired on February 4th, 2001, uh, directed by Ken Quapis, our dude, your dude, I should say. My dude. And, um, That's probably why written- I liked it so much. <laughs> the dude. <laughs> Written by Michael Globerman and Andrew Orenstein. Uh, real quick, too, um, I, I was on, you know, there's like an IMDb and they have IMDb Pro. Uh, yes. Have you heard this? Have you have you read about this? Apparently, with IMDb Pro, you can get access to like contact information from of like people. <gasps> really? And like Ken Quapis is on there and all these people who've like worked in television and film, et cetera. Like people who would be on IMDb besides actors. Right. Um, wow. And you can get a 30-day free trial. Now, I don't know how legitimate that is. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like, here, here's Ken Coppola's phone number. Go to town. Like, but just saying. So there's some development there. Interesting. But, um, yeah. But, but we know Ken's listening. So any any day you can reach right. out. So He's a Thanks, huge Ken. fan. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> we appreciate your support. But yeah, it's getting a little chilly in here. It's a little cold. This is a cold open that I could relate to 100%. Not only because we've had the Tooth Fairy come and visit our house this year so far. Oh, this year? Well, in 2021. How'd that go? The first time was pretty hard. The Tooth Fairy only had a 20 in her wallet. The Tooth Fairy wasn't prepared. (laughs) The Tooth Fairy was not prepared. So uh, it was kind of a, a last minute trip <laughs> that she didn't realize she was going to have to take. So yeah. So you're keeping a twenty. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's like high expectations too. Well, he's only gotten about five dollars for every tooth after that. Okay. Like I said, what if he out. walked in on him and he was just like ripping out his teeth just to get money? It just keep falling Oof. out. But yeah. But anyway, uh, that's the cold theory. open. Do we? It's so super excited. quick. Well, yeah, but that's a good it might one. Might have been then. the quickest one. Yeah, Dewey comes out all excited because the Tooth Fairy came. Sure. And Lois but, and Haller. Uh, no money. Well, no, they did give him money. 
Well, they did. Malcolm and Reese stole it. <laughs> but what did they switch it out with? A, a rock and half a stick of gum. Half a stick of gum. And Dewey is so excited, but Hal and Lois are like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, and they pissed. realize the other boys stole the money, which is pretty smart on their part. Right away, too. That was really funny. Like I said, I yeah. think this might have been the quickest cold open. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, breakfast continues. Uh, Francis is home right away. I noticed that. On. Spring break. Spring break. Um, and I also I like made a note here that Malcolm just looks so much older. Oh, I didn't really notice that. I know you've been saying that, but like I thought it was really apparent in this one, too. Yeah. But you know, they're just getting so old. My boys... But um, what's, what else has happened? In, oh, Dewey's waffles well, frozen. Yeah. What was that? It's spring, it's spring break. Yeah. That's why Francis is home. Because Lois got him a job at the Lucky Aid doing inventory. Yeah. It's all about who you know. So. Yeah. It's not a very exciting rather... way to spend your spring break, but got to hustle. Make that bread. Yeah. I mean, what did he want to do? He wanted to go like White River rafting or something? Yeah. Something like Which... really generic. That seems weird for like a senior in high school to want to go do rather than go party. But right, yeah, it seems more like Francis' style rather than like go like do something. Anything's better than going to work at your mom's store. But yeah, oof. especially um, doing inventory. Yeah, I've worked in retail, and inventory was always a pain in the ass when it came around. Yeah, you got to deal with a lot of bull crap when you work in service. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't even know how I dealt with it, but um, this this episode's kind of job centric too, I guess, because Hal's getting ready for career day at Dewey's school, which seems yeah. a little young for career day. Oh, you think? Yeah, What's I, the appropriate I, I, age? I don't know. I would think more like middle or high school. I've ne- I don't I've never had a, a career. I've never experienced that. I've only ever really? seen it on TV and movies. Career days. Yeah. I we had it. I want to say it was middle school. Well, they must have got rid of it when I got to middle school. But I don't remember our parents coming. I only remember. Well, yeah, they, had to go to, they have to go to work. Right. Well, some parents. You know, like, <laughs> that's why they're not a career day. They can't just take the day off willy nilly. Right. Some parents uh, were there, but I don't know. I remember like we had a nurse come. I think it was my friend Marissa's mom was the nurse that came okay. to talk to us. But anyway, yeah, so but how's going to go to. Hal is stoked, and he's bringing Malcolm with him, which I don't really understand. Well, he has, like, charts and needs, like, an assistant. Pre- he's not using really? a computer. You know, he's got actual, like, slides that he has to, like, flip over physically. Right. Um, yeah, there was, like, a pie graph when he's in the classroom. If you didn't know what he did, you'd think he was, like, an architect, though. But yeah, he works he in, like, hotel services, like right? He was carrying, like, blueprints. Schematics, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I actually thought would have been fitting too, as I could see Hal as an architect. For some reason, I'd buy it. Yeah. But Hal ends up like crashing and burning. Oh my gosh, because um, the kids are asking him too many questions. Yeah, it's really funny too. It's just like all jobs are awful. There's nothing you can I do have, about that. Yep, that was one of my quotes that I wrote down. All jobs are oh, awful. Really, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then he compares like this- it saying, at least he's not a fireman because firemen have a high mortality rate. And, of course, one of the oh, kids right. in the class is like, my my daddy is a firefighter. My dad's going to die? One, <laughs> one of the kids says, you only like your job because of the low mortality rate? 
And Hal's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he comes back with though. He's like, I, I, it is on the high floor though, so it's not that safe. <laughs> and then the kids start putting the idea in his head of like, why do you, why do you do it if you don't like it? Yeah, if it's so boring and you don't like it, and which is like, it's this funny scene, but like definitely like this profound question, right? I think we could all ask well, ourselves. This episode we is we very relatable. relatable. Oh, definitely, absolutely. But uh, he ends up quitting. And then quitting. right away, we cut to Lois. <laughs> you quit your yeah, job? Yeah, she's like, you quit your job? Like, right, yeah, right away, as probably like any anybody's spouse would do, you know? Yeah. Especially without consulting with, like, your your, your significant other. Ooh. And they don't – they're not they're not doing very well financially either. No. You know, well, we learned he didn't actually quit. No, he's just taking a leave of absence. <laughs> um, he's pretending he has a medical reason. A kidney malfunction. So I don't know if maybe they're letting him take, I guess they're letting him weeks. take unpaid time off. Maybe. Maybe it's paid it too. It doesn't sound like, like he's, he's been getting for... true. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because he begs for money later in the episode. Oh, right. You're right. He's definitely <laughs> get, not getting paid and he's not using vacation time. Right. So he's just, I don't know. I, uh... But I have a, um, a really good deep quote from Hal from at dinner. Okay. It's kind of a long one, but I want to read it because it's really funny. Uh, life sure. is crazy. One day you're in community college, driving a Camaro, T-top, cock of the walk, <laughs> and then you need some cash. So you get a job, you think it's only temporary, but then you get a promotion, and then a raise, and all these doors open up for you, except they're not really doors, they're trap doors. And then all of a sudden, bam, 20 years has zipped by, and you're thinking, is this all I have to my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i have that here about like him talking about that the corporate ladder and like they're actually trapdoors. yeah yeah really and he's like well except for you boys <laughs> and then how i think lois, no, lois is like you know midlife crisis how you know yeah but he wants to follow his dream and as you said in the beginning of our episode he wants to paint yeah like, it was originally his plan for retirement but he, he can't wait right and lois is so. super supportive <laughs> she actually is, yeah. Like, wow! I she was lets like, him do it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, she kind of like lets on a, a later in the episode as to why too. I, I, yeah, Lois had some good quotes in this one, as I'm sure you probably oh, uh, yes. took note of. Yep. So, um, but so far, a really good episode, really good, uh, strong opening. We cut to uh, orientation at Lucky Aid, led by Craig. Yep. Creepy Everyone's Craig. Everyone's learning the ropes. Yeah. Francis wants to die. <laughs> He's miserable. <laughs> it's a funny like cast of like uh, the like the crew they have too, like the guy who speaks yeah. German, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a blind guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord! Um, there's one guy that kind of looks like he's just probably just like a burnout. It's pretty funny. Sure. There's, yeah, there's like, another uh, guy who doesn't who speaks with an accent, and then you have creepy Craig. Leading the yeah, leading the gang, uh, and then we cut to Malcolm, who's like in bed real quick, just talking to the you know breaking the fourth wall, talking yeah, about how and- he's always been self centered <laughs> for like a split Let second, and then goes right back it. to it. But he said that he realizes how hard his dad was working at a job he didn't like. Sure, exactly. Yeah, which kind of sets him off on his own like thought process of like, what do I want to become? Right. You know. <laughs> Um, but then Hal starts getting to work. Um, he says he has like his, this vision he's had for like 15 years. 
Um, he's getting super into it though. Like he's trying to buy like expensive paintbrushes. Right. Yeah. He talks about paint. like getting specific types of brushes. Yeah. Um, Francis comes home and it talks about like how like you know he's beat mindless labors like killed his soul. I wrote down. I wrote down his quote. Do you people have any idea what this kind of mindless labor does to a person? It kills your soul, it turns your mind into jelly, and it crushes your spirit to dust. Yeah, that about sums up, like, working in the service industry, I feel like. Yeah. And, like, Uh, Francis is kind of lazy anyway. I can't imagine that he worked very hard in school. So he's, you know, he's really struggling. Wouldn't he be, like, in shape, too, from being in military school, or no? Well, I don't know. He's kind of skinny. Yeah. I don't know. But, um... Well, word yeah, gets t- out around town. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> went crazy. Um, and then, I guess they start talking about what they want to do when they're older, and they're, like, shocked that Malcolm doesn't have a plan, which doesn't help Malcolm and his spiraling. No, Lloyd starts crying. (laughs) He's like, like, what do you mean you don't have a plan? (laughs) I'm sorry, allergies. Uh, Really funny, just great stuff for the Crow Boys. Stevie has a really funny line too. He's like, with my intelligence and tokenism, the sky's the limit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Malcolm's like, gets in panic mode. Like, "Why why don't I have a plan? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So... Then we cut back to Hal uh, real quick, who's just continuing his masterpiece. I don't think there's anything special with that little cut. Uh, Francis is at work. Uh, oh, that's where you learn that the, I don't know if it's another lucky aid, but it's like another store, I guess, like a competitor. They have um, to like... I I was under the impression it was another lucky aid in another town. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like in, a like... contest with who can count the fastest of all the inventory and then did you catch that when if they win craig was about to say they get like a hundred dollars yeah yeah he stops and himself he, he was like, oh no because i'm gonna keep that for myself yeah he's the um, worst <laughs> it says a funny line about like they have like a rain man type human calculator over there <laughs> and also he's like and everybody has to work late too like all my years of retail like they're so stingy with like overtime and all those things, extra hours. Like there's no way they're just throwing them out there like that. But see, well, I only, I only worked at blockbuster, but I don't like retail wise, but I don't really remember. I don't remember ever having overtime or anything. Cause it was just a part-time job for me. True. But, um, we're back to how, uh, his mood's really changed. Oh, he's so happy. He's so perceptive and, yeah, given the best advice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dewey's getting teased at school, so he tells Dewey, well, she probably likes you, and she just wants your attention. And then Reese asks him for advice about her girl, and he's like, I suggest oh, yeah. you stop before she calls the police. Yeah. And Reese is like, oh, good advice. so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you stop. Hal's just feeling so good about himself that he plans a romantic evening. Yes. For him and Lois. Life gets better. More nudity from Brian Cranston in the series. <laughs> there's a lot of nudity well, in this one. A ton of it, though. And we've been we've already said that there's been a ton of it already. Um, 
I'm still like more. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, with the roses, he's yeah. laying on the bed covered in rose petals. Yeah, he definitely has the like the funnest scenes to do in the whole series yeah. for sure. Uh, then we cut back to Craig. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Lucky Eight. Craig fucked up. They have to start over, and the inventory yeah. has to begin again. And uh, they put the German guy in charge. It's funny because he's like Craig's like he never questions me. And Francis is like he can't. <laughs> Because <laughs> he doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but he when... he starts complaining to Lois, and he uh, yeah, says exactly. to Lois, he says to Lois, "I'm working for a moron." And Lois says, <laughs> "Of course you are, honey. Your boss is an idiot. Your coworkers are incompetent, and you are one, or, and you are, oh, and you are underappreciated. Appreciated. Welcome to the working world." And then she also says, "Every twenty years, you're allowed a two week breakdown." Yeah, exactly. That was great. So, and that's what she says Hal is doing. He's having a, a breakdown. Exactly. So. And that's why she's so supportive of him. And see, I think she says, she's like, I don't know, early in the episode, she was like, you know, up until this point right now, you've been a great husband and father. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. That kind of thing. Yeah. She's uh, so supportive. Yeah. Good shit. And then oh, Malcolm, I guess went on his own to go take a career aptitude test. What is that guy work for the school? I'd imagine. I, I'd never taken it one of those before. I've done uh, yeah, it I like think so. online. Sure. But not a real one. But um yeah, Malcolm <laughs> it's like there isn't a career he wouldn't be good at, so he can pick He'd whatever he wants, which doesn't matter. Good help. at everything from pro golf yeah. to neurosurgeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy's funny too because he's like he's like making fun of him. He's like boo hoo for you, Mister Unlimited Potential. <laughs> I'm gonna take my plastic briefcase and get out of here. Go yeah. to my night job. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I, I can't tell you what that guy's been in, but he's been in so much stuff. Yeah, he's like one of those actors that. I mean, this show has a lot of them. He's one of those actors that you just can't. You don't know his name. But yeah, you know, you've seen you've him seen in, him so in a much. bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, he was really funny. Um, we get back to Hal. He's naked again. Um, super funny scene with the paint and just like he douses himself in it and jumping at the canvas. Yeah. Um, what a Hal thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And then uh, we get see. to the part where he's he's spending all their money on paint supplies. So he asked Francis <laughs> for money, which was so funny because it was like the roles are reversed. The parent is asking exactly. the son who's working hard for money. And Francis is like, what the hell did you spend all that money on? You just bought paint yesterday. <laughs> said, you know how hard I have to work for $20? <laughs> but then and they then wake up. Hal, he's like, what are you doing up? I'm going to work. What are you doing up? <laughs> Hal ends up stealing money out of Francis' wallet. <laughs> it's oh so gosh. messed up. So yeah. funny though. <laughs> And then, but he, but now Hal is like so into this paint job. Reese and Dewey ask him for more girl advice, and he's not paying attention. Yeah, at yeah all. he's really wrapped up in in his work right now. That's so such a Reese funny line like, too. With, with the girl's her, name, let's give her a gross name. What's her name? And Dewey says <laughs> Regina Tucker. And Reese is like, "We'll come up with something." <laughs> what? That was so good. That's, that's up there. That one made me laugh so hard. That's really one of the funniest moments in the series, <laughs> I think. I mean, not the funniest, but one of them, yeah. Regina, Regina Tucker. Tucker. 
Uh, that's so good. Uh, and I also really love the, the the montage with Malcolm and then like all his careers. Yes. Yeah, so he's like he gets up for the day and he's dressed up as one like, like a, in a suit. Yeah, as a businessman, I guess. And then as he goes about his day, he's walking down the street, he's getting on the bus, and he's seeing himself as all these different career choices. Like, he's the bus driver, he's a mailman, he's a construction worker. <laughs> and not happy And he's just like, no, he's so stressed and, like, he looks depressed. Yeah. And then he comes home from his day at work, and his wife <laughs> oh, yeah. is, is him. greets him with a kiss, but it's him in a wig and lipstick. <laughs> and then it turns out it's just a dream. He wakes up, it's just a dream. But he, um, I think he's realizing, like, oh, wow, my parents really do work hard. Right. It's not fun. Uh, and speaking of the parents, Hal's st- still at it. Um Lois goes to check on him and he's like, I just need one more day, Lois, one more day. And um, we also find out that the lucky aide lost to the downtown store. Yeah. Francis, Francis doesn't want to give up though. He's pissed. And he's like, so this was all for nothing? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We're going to go. And then we we kind of get the big reveal of Hal's work, even though we, we never see his painting the entire episode. We never see the painting. Um, but the family gets to see it, I guess, and they're kind of like, uh, you know, like what is this kind of? Not that. How won't even look at it, and then and he then, decides it's not finished. <laughs> right, he's so upset, and but Lois is like, "You need to finish it. <laughs> You're not <laughs> yeah, quitting." Like, so supportive, yeah. And then, like in a bout of anger, he like throws some paint, and like his vision gets back to him, and he he's like, "That was what was in my head." Yeah, and it's amazing, and he's so excited. And then we never get to see the painting because it falls yeah, on it, him. Francis comes in all angry, and it like changes him. Yeah, <laughs> like it has such a profound impact on him. And uh, but I guess the consequences of all that paint come back to haunt him because well, he, yeah, he calls a paint avalanche. Was it just like layers and layers of paint? That's what I think. Yeah, just the the way the canvas down. Yeah, it's disgusting. And then the um, (laughs) when they show him getting ready for work the next day, he has like paint on him. Did you notice that? I didn't catch that. It like kind of like dyed his skin a little bit. Like his skin has a blue tint to it. Yeah, I mean, if he uh, if he was covered in bees, (laughs) I imagine he had to be covered in paint, right? Yeah. So his skin has this like blue tint to it while he's getting ready for work. (laughs) And then I have another deep quote from Malcolm at the end when he says, all this made me realize why plan for my future when it's just going to end up with a giant wall of paint coming down on me. Right on. Yeah. He's not wrong. (laughs) No, right. He's he's a wise, wise, excuse me, wise young man, Matt Malcolm. This was a good episode. I really liked it. It was a really good episode. Yeah, uh, a lot of going on. Another, you know, how heavy as we call it here. Yeah. So, yeah, another song. Very episode. relatable. Very relatable. Yeah. It's a little depressing. Uh, yeah, a little bit of like a reality slap. Yeah. In these jokes about you know, kind of like bittersweet. Um, but yeah. All right. Well. Where can the listeners find us? Well, you can find us on the gram 
at podcast or pod in the middle podcast in the middle let me double check oh, on that for you <laughs> let me oh just pull God. it up podcast mm-hmm. in the middle correct nice. and then yeah. uh, on twitter it's just pod in the middle okay and then you can email us at podcast in the middle at gmail.com we're up on anchor spotify google uh, google play itunes all of all the stuff where you can listen to podcasts uh yeah i mean thanks for listening We've been doing this for over a year now it's been over a year at this yeah. point um i know mm-hmm. you, i know the listeners can't tell but like and and then uh, i guess we talked about it before but like we're, we you know we, we banked a lot of are episodes. Some episodes where you can tell yeah we talk about events that <laughs> well past so we took like a little break to try and um try to mitigate that so but uh, yeah, we're still here. We're still. So, uh, you know what we should episodes. talk about? What's that? We should talk about, even though it'll probably be a good two or three months after it aired, but how there was the Malcolm <laughs> yeah, in the Middle reference in WandaVision. Oh, WandaVision. Right. Nobody expected that. What did you think about that? I didn't expect it. I mean, I didn't expect it at all. And I was like, oh, Stan was like, oh, it'll probably be like Malcolm in the Middle. And I was like, well, that's early 2000s. I don't think they'll do oh, that. Oh, Dan Dan suggested that, huh? I think so, yeah. And then all of a sudden I would have never guessed. Like if you would have told me I, like, oh. I would have guessed modern family. Modern family, I would have said, Yeah, they're gonna do that. But I don't think I would have said they're gonna do Malcolm in the Middle. That wouldn't no. have came to my mind. I didn't think of that at all. And then in the one episode where she's talking to Vision, um, and she's watching T V, that's that she's watching Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and they show the D V D case too. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I was like, see, other people are starting to maybe they're maybe they're podcast listeners. You think there's like a, a correlation to that and like a growth in listeners for us or Malcolm, you know, an interest in Malcolm in the Middle? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. You never know. Maybe there's like a boost in and maybe Hulu's like streaming of Malcolm in the Middle is up since that little reveal on WandaVision, maybe. Right. Stranger well, Things. Stranger Things. Another good show. Uh, never seen it. What? It's a conversation. Never, it just never day. came my way. Yeah. But uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, Thanks for listening. Don't next, quit your job. Next week. Oh, the next the week show. the grandparents are coming. The grandparents are or two coming. Two weeks. Two weeks the grandparents weeks. are coming. Yikes. All right. Peace. Thanks for listening. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony, sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston, podcast in the middle.